Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is going on? My name is Brett, and you guys are watching Pop Culture Crisis. I am here today with my co-host. What's your name, young lady? Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. How you doing today? I'm great. Doing good? Yeah. You almost said my lady. I almost, it's very regal of me. Very, uh... Arthurian. Yeah. Very, yeah. I'm just waiting for one day where I buy you a fedora or like um, I, a cowboy hat and you just go like milady or milady. I'm never going to wear a fedora. That is for sure. I have a fedora actually. Might work for you. It doesn't work for no, me. No, it's really dumb because like it has like a, four different patterns on it. What, what what patterns? It's like one of them is like a um, the classic lumberjack check mark. And then the, what is that design called? The one that looks like half a star. I don't You're know. asking the wrong guy. I don't know. I these. buy my clothes from thrift stores. But it's cute. Yeah, thank yeah, you. <laughs> it's cute. And don't tell people that. Or people are going to start what? thinking you're huh? either trendy or poor. I don't give a crap if people judge me. By the way, we have a producer today. What's your name, sir? Hey, what's up? I'm Chris. How's it going, dude? I'm good. Doing good? <laughs> okay. I, I do say sir. when I See, I do. When, when I introduce Chris, I always say sir. It's my thing. Well, isn't oh, okay. he like... Wait. Yeah, Chris is older than you. Yeah. By one year. By about a year, yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. It, it works. So it's, sir makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm speaking, I'm, I'm uh, showing respect to, <laughs> to authority. Also, to I, love it. <laughs> I love it how I was judging you for having um, like secondhand clothes. This is actually a hand-me-down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with getting the most out of the clothes I know, I'm own. just judging you. Yeah. Judging you. Well, before we get started, we should let people know where they can find the podcast. If you're watching here mm-hmm. on YouTube, you can find the clips at Pop Culture Crisis. Down if you, in the description. And yes, the the link to the full videos will be down in the description. Mm-hmm. If you watch the if you if you want to watch full episodes of the podcast, you can find them on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on what else? We're also Pandora. on Pandora and we're on Amazon Music. So mm-hmm. all sorts of different platforms to watch the whole podcast through. Yep. And the clips are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So you can also follow us on social media. There is a Twitter page, which is at pop culture. It's at pop culture underscore show. Mm-hmm. And then it's also on Instagram, on TikTok and on Boomerbook at pop culture crisis. So we got a lot of places where you can follow mm-hmm. the content and uh, follow along with everything we're doing here these days. I'm just wondering. Do we still use Musical.ly or TikTok already took over them? I, th- I don't even know who Musical.ly is. TikTok bought Musical.ly. So they are Musical.ly. Yes. What is Musical.ly? I, I'm so a boomer. I apparently have no idea. Do you know what Vine is? I know what Vine is. Okay, so when Vine died, it became Musical.ly. And then when Musical.ly died, um, TikTok bought them. Hmm. And they became the new thing. It just feels like all these companies, just it's always just some company goes big and mm-hmm. then another company buys it up and well, it ends up being, uh, I mean, TikTok's not an American company, but. No, but Musical.ly wasn't that popular. As I say, I've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that popular because they tried to be like fine, but it was mainly music focused oh. as in like how the title says. 
this is like people like doing what they do on on like uh, TikTok, doing like uh, dances or like mouthing. Mouth, both. Yeah, uh, what's it called voiceover, mm-hmm. lip syncing, lip syncing. <laughs> that was the word. They actually used to pay me to make uh, content. Oh, that's cool. I would get like uh, I don't remember a hundred bucks per video, and they mm-hmm. had a quota. I had to post like ten videos a month. Holy oh. crap! That's really cool. Yeah. You're an infinite, uh, d- you're the depths of your, like, uh, story. Wait. That's crazy. Wait, does that mean that Chris is actually an influencer? Yes. Well, of course uh, he is. Yeah. More the, so in the past. The reactor is clearly an influencer, that is for sure. Do you think you can restart that, become an influencer again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you couldn't see his face, but he, he looked very disdainful at you. He's like, yeah, of course I could. <laughs> yeah. So we get like a bunch of stuff to talk about today. There's like mm-hmm. a bunch of DC news. There's a bunch of Marvel news. Most of it related to the movies. Mm-hmm. And then there's also news from the, the article I found or that you found, excuse me, on The mm-hmm. Rock with like a really cool uh, bit about his uh, a record that he's apparently setting. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of cool stuff. So I think we'll just get right into the one about The Rock first because mm-hmm. that one was like the craziest to me because he is probably one of the most influential people in the world right now. And I, I think it's kind of funny because... Uh, you're too young to remember Miracle, but well, I grew up watching him wrestle. I know that. Yes. Fun fact. I remember the stupid gif where like he like he basically does that one eyebrow thing that he does a lot, his signature it's look. The people's eyebrow. Come yeah. On. But I didn't know what the term was called. Okay. <laughs> but like he would do that eyebrow and like sniff the air. Yep. I remember that. If you smell what the rock is cooking, which is apparently a lot of mo- what he's cooking is money. Apparently, that's true. Do you notice that he's coming out with a lot of movies and cartoons? Like he's yeah. going to be the voice of um, Crypto, the Super Dog for Super Pets. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. <gasps> I sent you the trailer and you didn't even watch it. I haven't seen it. You'll have to resend it. If it was a day when we were working, I was probably really busy and just didn't. And I didn't just sent it. it randomly. Oh, okay. I was like, you should watch this. I'll watch this it. It's really cute. I'll watch it tonight because. This is another reason why I say The Rock and Kevin Hart are actually a really good um, dynamic duo. They're a power couple. Yeah, they're secretly a power couple. They're very much a power couple. But yeah, um, they're both voice acting in that movie. So I'm excited. All right. Well, let's let's see what they, look they even used The Rock's catchphrase in here because uh, uh, there's no way they could uh, there's no way they could like let this go without mm-hmm. saying something that says Wow, turns out I can smell what The Rock is cooking. Mm-hmm. The Rock, aka Dwayne Johnson, is literally the highest paid actor in the world at the moment, and it sounds like his net worth is only increasing since he commands huge amounts of money for films like Red Notice. Not to mention the fact that he's super savvy when it comes to social media. Find out how the dude is literally breaking Forbes financial records below, and please don't read this in front of your bank account. It's just rude. Oh, dang. That's actually pretty clever writing. Like, mm-hmm. we read a lot of articles, and I'm like, I'm, I'm always appreciative when I get, when I mm-hmm. read something that's actually fairly clever. Yeah. So. Well, read it, <laughs> what company it's from. It's, this is from Cosmopolitan, mm-hmm. so not exact. I'm not exactly the target demographic for <laughs> for the. Co- I nope. talk a lot about that. I, I, Miracle sends me articles that I'm just never going to find because <laughs> nobody's going to come in and find me like trolling the Cosmo website to to find stuff or to talk be about. At the local grocery store, just looking at the newsstand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like ooh, we could talk about this today, and people are like, it's oh, kind of weird. You Dude, know. why are you reading that? <laughs> but you remember when they used to talk about fornication? No, I don't, because, oh. again, I'm not the target demographic for Cosmopolitan. Yeah, like, they're, 
that was the first thing that they talked about. Okay. Oh, well, sorry, my uh, bad. We'll continue. Scooting right past that. Mm-hmm. It says, thanks for asking. It's, uh, okay, so it says, uh, we'll start back up here because the article continues in a, re- in a weird way. It says, find out how the dude is literally breaking record, Forbes financial records below, and please don't read this in front of your bank account. It's just rude. Thanks for asking. That would be $400 million, according to Celebrity Net Worth. Uh, I'll give you a moment to process this news. I mean, that's a lot of money, but like when I think of how rich people are, I guess Bezos is rich in like, you know, uh, stocks mm-hmm. and it, net worth is not the same thing as like liquid income, right? So Wait, uh, let me f- check it. Who costs more? Continue. Sorry. What do you mean? Who costs more? Bezos is worth like several billion. Well, I wanted to see how much his net worth is compared mm-hmm. to everybody else. It's also you should also, it should also be known that you should never take like the 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 net worth trackers online too seriously. Those things are often like it's very not, very inaccurate. Yeah, because I remember when Kanye West was complaining mm-hmm. that um they didn't say he was a billionaire. He's like, "Do it right. The, I'm a billionaire. Fix it for me." Mm-hmm. They only track public uh income and and wealth so his earnings would not be yeah just like maybe what he made in movies which ends up being public record but not what he's invested in well if he's invested in a company that's public okay or it could be but stuff he buys that appreciates and gains worth wouldn't be right or Uh, it's mostly like we know bezos is worth because we know what amazon is worth and we know how much he owns yeah Mm -hmm. okay but everyone else it's kind of like one of they have to tell us. One of the biggest and most annoying things in the entire world is that meme about like Jeff Bezos could literally be Batman, but he chooses not to be. I'm like, I don't think you understand that net worth doesn't mean he has two billion dollars in a bank account. Like Jeff Bezos could just end world hunger right now if he wanted to. That's true, but he looks more like Lex Luthor. He does. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with a crooked eye. He probably does that on purpose. Like he probably gets like, <laughs> especially after getting dressed down by that by that girlfriend of his who was like all over Leonardo DiCaprio at that red carpet event. You didn't see that? There's this really funny video. They're at like a red carpet and like Bezos is talking to. Mm-hmm to Leonardo DiCaprio and the mm. girl who's with Bezos is just crawling all over Leonardo DiCaprio. It's really, really funny. <laughs> is Leo still a bachelor? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, Judging I don't by know. the way he was behaving, like he just like, he like, it's so funny too because yeah. he just like dismisses this woman and walks away. Yeah. <laughs> but I found out he's at Jeff Bezos costs less than Elon Musk. Yep. Oh yeah. Mu- well, they kind of go back and forth. Well, no, Musk's net worth is, uh, Two hundred and ninety-seven dollar billion dollars, while Jeff Bezos is only two hundred and one point seven. Is that an old article? Because I think uh, Musk, this is, Musk is worth like three hundred and fifty. Yeah, or Musk's. Is it might be old, but I just searched it up. It, yeah, it doesn't say. It says um, they update it for December, um, twenty twenty-one. So I don't know. But the point is, Musk and Gates both their net worth is a lot tied to their companies, which are you know that's stock price. So, uh, Gateskin. so it says uh, <laughs> casual answer. So how did The Rock make all his money? Mm-hmm. Uh, casual answer by being the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Forbes placed The Rock as the number one actor on its list of highest paid celebs in 2020, reporting that he makes more than 20 million per movie, cashes in on small screen projects like the Titan Games on NBC, mm-hmm. and has a super successful Under Armour line called Project Rock. He really is a branding genius mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like, look at those headphones. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, on top of that, he has a production company work, which works with Apple and Ford. Ford? Interesting. Like, Ford the automobile company? Or Ford models or something like that. 
It's interesting. It says, and has several, several savvy business investments, including in real estate, which we'll get into in a moment. Mm -hmm. The Rock's yearly earnings are wild. So it's asking questions as we go down here. It says, in 2018, The Rock earned $124 million per Forbes, making him the highest paid actor in the history of the magazine's Celebrity 100 list. He celebrated the achievement on Insta, writing, I work extremely hard, but never anticipated in my wildest dreams I'd become the highest paid actor in Forbes history. I don't have a Harvard MBA, but my business philosophy and acumen have been shaped over time and through failure. My goal when I was wrestling in flea markets for 40 bucks per match well before the bright lights of well before the bright lights of WWE is still the exact same goal I have today. Always put my audience first. What's interesting about that is like I followed wrestling fairly closely when I was younger and I've seen documentaries on him and I thought that he went straight to WWE right after he got out of the CFL. He was a he played for Miami State or for like the University of Miami and then went and played like Canadian pro football and I was under the impression that he went straight to to WWE from there because his mm -hmm. dad was a wrestler. Yeah. So I don't know if that flea market story is true. It probably is. I don't know why he'd lie about that other than, it, you know, I mean. <laughs> it would be funny if he heard it from somewhere else and he's like, that sounds yeah. like my childhood. Yeah, like he's like the like, cynical, like cynical me thinks like he's, it sounds better to say that when in reality his dad was like the one of the first, a member of the first African-American tag, like tag team champions in WWE. Mm -hmm. So he came from the biggest uh, side of that industry already. But it sounds better if you say you wrestled for forty dollars a day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he does. But I will say he does put his audience first. Like he's very engaged on social media with like the people with his fans and stuff like that. So, and and we're going to be talking about that a lot today mm -hmm. because we're going to talk about Henry Cavill and we're going to mm -hmm. talk about Simu Liu yeah. and we're going to talk about the fact that there is a shift in the mm -hmm. way that celebrities interact with fans and critics. Right. Well, do you think it's also because like um, the Rock he came from like old Hollywood where like they learn like you need to build a rapport with your, like your audience so you can get like more people to like you which yeah. equivalents to like more money into your pockets if like people like you more unlike like for example Simu Liu who's like a new actor in Hollywood he's a Canadian actor like I'm not disdain because like The Rock I just found out he's Canadian born I didn't know that I thought he was American born The Rock is that's what it says here what? because I was searching up his ethnic background that sounds like fake news to me I thought well, The Rock was born in oh Florida. my bad I can't read my I was bad. like that sounds like fake news <laughs> yeah I can't read never mind it says his dad was Canadian okay born. that that, ma that makes I wouldn't know for sure about that one so sorry I just <laughs> fact checked myself online we were yeah see we're not putting out fake news we're mm -hmm. fact checking ourselves right away yeah my so. bad but yeah his dad is Canadian born okay. um but The Rock did live in New Zealand with his mother's family for a bit. Okay. Before going back to Hawaii. Okay. So it says, meanwhile, The Rock's earnings in tw 2020 earnings were slightly more modest. He brought in $87 million during a pandemic. Uh, keep in mind, we were in the middle of a global pandemic during this time. During these times, Forbes hasn't released its list of, the 20, of 2021's highest paid celebs, but stay tuned. What does The Rock make on Instagram? See, this is what we're talking about, cross-branding and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It says, at this point, most celebrities make some amount of money doing sponsored content on Instagram, but The Rock does things kind of differently, and, has made him, and it has made him a fortune. According to Forbes, on top of getting upwards of $20 million per movie, not to mention back-end profits, mm -hmm. he negotiates a separate seven-figure social media fee for every single film he appears in and promotes. So it says, social media has become the most critical element of, a marketing, of marketing a movie for me. Uh, I have established a social media equity with an audience around the world, and, there's, and, that there, 
in the world that there's value in what I'm delivering them. I'm going to read that again. Sorry. Social media has become the most critical element of marketing a movie for me. He explained, I have established a social media equity with the audience around the world that there's a value in what I'm delivering to them. Okay, I kind of understand what he's saying there. Uh, apparently, this is one of the ways The Rock took in that $124 million in 2018, doubling his income from 2017, which was $65 million. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> so you're saying he's rich. He's, so we're saying he's very, very rich. But more <laughs> than he's business savvy, and he understands that he has to get along with fans to make his brand mm-hmm. work. Well, again, like how I was pointing out, like... is. So he's from old Hollywood, but the sh- they teach you to be nice to the fans. Mm-hmm. While like somebody like Simu Liu, who's like a new actor, um, they kind of have like this kind of like. There's an entitlement. Uh, there's yeah, an there's entitlement an entitlement, or we'll like get, that. And we'll get to it. We might yeah. save it for for when we whine. I'm not. I'm probably not going to whine as much as you, but I do have critiques I, on how he does it. So. But I had so much faith in Simu Liu mm-hmm. because he was on my favorite show. Which which show was that? Just Kidding News. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> talk On YouTube. About it. They're still running. I don't know if they... Um, well, actually, YouTube brought them down and they promote their stuff on Patreon, but they do have clips Okay. on YouTube still. Okay. But he was on there. It makes me really sad because he seemed like a humble person. Mm-hmm. It can go to your... Ha- I mean, a Marvel role is like the holy grail for most actors. So, you know, mm. it can go to your head, right? So... Uh, I, the one thing about it is I, I do want to talk about Henry Cavill next because he mm-hmm. fits right in with, with these topics in yeah. a lot of ways. So I think the best part about it is, is Henry Cavill is one of those dudes that I really, really all, have always appreciated. Mm-hmm. And so whenever he makes, whenever these articles come out about him, it, it speaks to the differences between these ones. So we're, we've gone from The Rock to Henry Cavill, both of whom are extremely successful, mm-hmm. right? So uh, this article says Henry Cavill is ready for Superman return. And the, the thing about it is that... People want that return, yeah. right? They want The Rock. In people will go and see The Rock in any movie he comes mm-hmm. out with, and people are desperate to see uh, Henry Cavill come back as Superman because he's so good with the fans. Mm-hmm. We're gonna watch The Witcher season two for you know to do the on the podcast yeah. here. And one of the thing is is like even if you're not a huge fan of the property, if there's somebody on there that you feel is a good you know like that you really enjoy their their work outside of the industry, whether you should have to or not. Yeah. It's going to make you more inclined to watch it, right? Mm. So for me, I have a hard time like separating art from artist. Yeah. Uh not as bad as some. Like I can watch certain actors who I've I've really had problems with the way they talk to fans or the way that they talk on social media. Mm-hmm. Like Kirk Acevedo is the example I always get. I can watch anything that he's done in the past mm-hmm. because my memories of his acting there are tied to before I saw how awful they were to people online, mm-hmm. right? Or I'm not saying well, he's necessarily off, but he's had he said stuff that I've disagreed with, and it kind of bugs me. Right? Can you list some of the stuff that you watched uh, of his? He was he just had guests. He was on the show Fringe. Okay. Uh, Fringe was a really good show, and he also did um, guest spots on really popular shows that I like. I just happened to be a fan of, like Person of Interest. He had a really good episode on there. Stuff like you know. Mm-hmm. So I, when you see him a lot, you're tied to that. You know, I already saw those episodes before yeah. I before the social media stuff happened. Now, if I see him in new stuff, mm-hmm. it's not the same. So basically, you're saying like separate the artist from their art form as best as you can, mm-hmm. but that's not always easy. It's not like um, a lot of people like when R. Kelly came out with that news. Well, that I, I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people were upset because like you remember when you watched Space Jam and like they sing that famous song with Bugs Bunny. I believe I can fly. Yes. Yes, I do. It makes a lot of people depressed. Yes. 
He also sang the song Gotham City for the movie Batman and Robin. Really? <laughs> or that might have been... Um, uh, yeah, no, that was Batman and Robin. It wasn't for... It was uh, Seal who sang for... <laughs> Batman Forever. Okay. So let's get into the article so as we as we tangent like we tend to do, right? Uh, we're just old women. We're <laughs> She's an old woman. I I am. No, I am too. Okay. <laughs> See, they, they're old women. I'm I'm just an old guy. He doesn't want to admit it that he's a woman. <laughs> okay. This is 2021. You need to accept it. I can be both. I can be both. That's fine. That's true. (laughs) Henry Cavill is ready to don the suit once more and return as Superman. The 38-year-old British actor recently appeared on the UK's Lorraine show to promote the upcoming Netflix series The Witcher Season 2 and was asked if the Superman costume is still in his closet. I do still have the outfit, Cavill said. Just in case, yes... Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Ready and waiting for the phone call. Also, Henry Cavill told Lorraine Kelly the suit still fits. Yeah, it's because he's like ripped still. Dude, still. We were talking about him being James Bond. We said mm-hmm. you have to lose muscle if you wanted to play James Bond. I know, Bond. right? <laughs> so it says, yeah, it was so much fun, he continued. It was the kind of thing where even after it's been so long since I put the suit on, professionally, you bet you look back up and think, what a wonderful opportunity. Even if I were, even if I were to stop acting tomorrow and go live on a yacht, or a sailing boat somewhere just traveling the med I can still look back and say I wore, I've worn a cape and leaped out from a building and entertained some people there's a lot of humility there mm-hmm. like there's a lot of like thankful you know there, there's a lot of gr- uh, gratitude for the opportunities he's been given mm-hmm. uh, every the, the famous story from what I remember is like he got the job playing Superman and they, he missed the phone call because he was yeah. in the middle of a World of Warcraft mission <laughs> I still think that's funny. That, like he's, he's a, a wow fan. He's a geek. He, mm-hmm. he he's a nerd. So I think that's why people in that community tend to like feel like they've adopted him as his own mm-hmm. because whether it's The Witcher as Geralt or it's Superman, mm-hmm. he clearly has respect for the characters in the source materials, yeah. which is an ongoing battle in these industries. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a <laughs> a million reasons to like Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine him being like a very attractive comic book guy from the Simpsons. That's what he would be. Yeah, exactly. Like, he would be a very attractive comic book guy. He is. Like, he's like, uh, he's the argument you make when people say that, like, all geeks are, uh, you know, man babies that live in their mom's basement. Like, yeah, look at Henry Cavill. Well, look at you, Brett. Yeah, well, I'm not, I haven't been a comic book geek in years, but, like, that's, like, I just, you know, I kind of gave up on reading the actual books. But That's true. uh, You can read them online on Comicology. There was also a thing about Webtoon. Yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, I brought it up. I was like, "You need to read webtoon." I I'm kind of slacking behind because I'm behind yeah. that one webtoon uh, comic that I told you about. Well, they're like the most popular platform now. Uh, yeah, there's a thing. Clownfish did a video on it. Yeah, yeah. it's really popular because it's free. You can read it for free. Yeah. Well, people love free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna read a little bit more here because I do want to talk about. There's also the other Superman projects that are in the works that kind of bum me out because it makes me feel like we won't see Henry Cavill again. Says, there's still a lot of storytelling for me to do as Superman, and I would absolutely love the opportunity, Cavill says. The killing of Zod gave a reason for the character never to kill again. Superman falling to the ground and screaming afterward, I don't think that was originally in the script, but I wanted to show the pain he had. I did, I did far more emotional takes they didn't choose. Tears were happening. He just killed the last remaining member of his species. That's the choice he made in the moment, and he'll never do that again. There's an opportunity for growth after that, to explore the psyche of Superman as a deep, seemingly in vulnerable godlike being but with real feelings on the inside as i always say the cape is still in the closet (laughs) (laughs) 
He's such a geek. It's awesome. Uh, that was a big deal because, you know, Superman not being somebody who kills. A lot mm-hmm. of people weren't fans of the Zack Snyder take on Superman, uh, thinking that he really all he really wanted to do was direct Batman, but they gave him Superman instead. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the people who does like the Zack Snyder movies. I, I make no apologies if, for it. You're if, allowed to not yeah. like it or like it if you want. It's, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like he really fleshed out Superman because, like, nobody thinks about it. Like, he... Basically, he was raised by people who live in the Midwest. Like, mm. he, he's kind of confused because he moves to a big city mm. and he doesn't know how to, like, cope things like how people who are actually born in the city. So he does have feelings. Remember, he's like a human. Well, he's not a human being, but he was raised by human beings. He has feelings, bro. Yep. He's, and he's super me. And the, he's a hard person. Like, mm-hmm. Superman as a character is a hard one to tell stories with because yeah. he's so overpowered. Like, eventually mm-hmm. it always has to come down to Lois is in trouble mm-hmm. or his, you know, or Mama Kent or Papa Kent are in trouble. Like, Martha! Yeah, exa- well. <laughs> you remember that? I'm the only one who's <laughs> like, you know what? Maybe in the... I, try, I totally tried to, like, like make a... What she's referring to is a scene in, in the movie Batman vs. Superman. I'm sure anybody who's watching this mm-hmm. knows what we're talking about. Yeah. But there's a scene in Batman vs. Superman where... Uh, <laughs> He's saying Martha and not mom to yeah. to Bruce Wayne. And he's like, "Why did you say that name?" And I'm the only, you know, I was one of those people. I'm like, it could happen. Maybe he calls his mom by her name. I don't know. Like, I totally tried to excuse that in the moment. Like, I feel like you could have done the same thing by having him say mom, and maybe Bruce Wayne feels just as like. No, he wouldn't. I, I know, but I excuse. I made excuses for that one in the moment. So. No, I just think it's funny because like. Um, I don't know if anybody's familiar. Well, actually, they have over 2 million subscribers. Um, How Should End, that YouTube Yeah, oh, yeah, I love them. You remember when they made, like, their own character? And, like, they're like, what are you going to name it? I'm going to name him Martha. (laughs) And they were making fun of that whole scene. Superhero Cafe is, like, still, like, I still Mm -hmm. watch the super cuts of Batman and Superman Mm -hmm. Superhero Cafe all the time. Yeah, I love it. Like, it. If you guys don't want to watch the whole movie, I recommend like either watching us first where we'll recap it. Wow, that was a shameless plug right there. Holy crap. (laughs) That was really good. That was really good. Or you can watch them. They do animated versions, but I recommend us because we're funnier. Uh, mm, Maybe you. I'm not going to claim to be funnier than... uh, You're funnier than me. How it should have been. This is a serious show. (laughs) It needs to be taken seriously. Very serious. Yes, we take our jobs seriously. Yeah, I smile way too much. This is me just... Injecting something to make myself smile. Very serious. Mm-hmm. Very serious. <laughs> uh, so th- there are rumors here that say that Cavill has signed on for three appear- three more appearances as Superman in upcoming mm-hmm. DC films, meaning uh, again with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I lo- Oh, they didn't put The Rock. I, I put The Rock in there. <laughs> with Dwayne Johnson uh, tackling the question of Black Adam versus Superman, where The Rock will said the battle will take place one day. So they, they want to put The Rock versus... They want to put... I mean, putting those two on screen together would be a pretty big deal. Yeah, it would be. Um, and and then, especially like a lot of people don't know who black adam is yeah. though that that trailer's been getting a lot of uh or that you know the sneak peek mm-hmm. where like the super violent sneak peek has been getting a good amount of traction Ooh, black adam versus shazam I'm, are they going to do that one yeah. first I, th- I i'm more excited about shazam fury of the gods than i am about most of the other well DC. it's because love uh, zachary levi yeah i was about to say isn't zachary levi like the best actor ever okay i i wouldn't quite go that far but <laughs> well because th- i loved him from chuck okay he, chuck is probably my favorite one of my favorite uh non totally dramatic shows of all time mm-hmm. and i would it, i would never want that show brought back now 
I, I want it to stay exactly how it is, mm-hmm. even with the ending that people didn't necessarily think was all that great. I think so. I was too young to remember how it ended. No, we'll watch it. Mm-hmm. We'll watch it. So, uh, so, so beyond that, there's also they mentioned here the rumors about him possibly uh, playing James Bond. But we're either way, definitely what we're going to be doing is me and you are going to watch The Witcher season two, and we'll review yeah. that on here uh, well, because it will clean the palate of me making you watch Hawkeye. I admit it, I was wrong. I. I actually like the new episode that came out. I personally think she's lying right now. I, I think she's doing that just because I'm liking the show. Uh, I, mm, are you lying? Well, I was really excited for this one scene. So heads up, you guys. Spoiler alert. Um, basically, well, actually, I, do I really want to like bring this up? It is freshly new. Basically, Black Widow's sister is in this episode, and I was really excited for it. Yes. I was excited like the first time I watched it by myself like um our coworkers were downstairs and I saw her and I was like oh my god it's Black Widow's sister. Yep. And like our coworker Sarah was like yeah she hot. <laughs> and I was like you go Sarah. Good good for Sarah. Yeah. Yelena. So she so Sarah's into Yelena. That's that that's good. Florence Pugh I I made what what was the joke I made I said she looks like a she looks like a baby still to me. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't look like a black widow. To, like, it, yeah, you were t- complaining about that. You're uh, like, she needs to put on muscles. Li- well, like uh, Scarlett Johansson's not necessarily super muscular, but she looks the part. Like she, f- it fits. Uh, she looks sturdy. Yes, that. Thank you. That's <laughs> the perfect. That's the perfect. Uh, I hear that term a lot these days. It's, I, f- I feel like I've infiltrated. I feel like I've infiltrated um, Gen Z every time I hear that term. <laughs> because like he only says that because I always go up to him and like pat his back and go like you're sturdy. That's creepy. <laughs> no, I hear that like, in refer- in reference to like dance videos on on like TikTok and in Instagram. You mean steady? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Both. <laughs> so uh, this we're talking about, so we're talking about episode four here, and it's basically they're talking about what we were just talking about here. Mm-hmm. And this says uh, the shocking fourth episode of Hawkeye introduces the MCU's deadliest assassin, who is also Clint Barton's worst enemy. Following the end of Black Widow, many fans expected Yelena Belova, played by Flor- Florence Pugh. I don't know if it's pronounced Pugh, but I always say Pugh. Pugh Pugh. Yes. Uh, to appear in the Hawkeye series, rumors swirled as the character was approached at Nat's grave by the mysterious Contessa Valentina Allegra. De La Fontaine, who informed her Clint Barton was responsible for her, for the death of her sister in Avengers Endgame. Well, the Disney Plus show has made good on that promise by reintroducing the Marvel Cinematic Universe's deadliest assassin in a melee where Yel- where Yelena makes it clear she's Clint's worst enemy. The fight occurs on a rooftop as Clint fight as, as in a rooftop fight as Clint. Don't laugh at me. I and wasn't it, laughing. I felt like I was being laughed at. <laughs> as feels I feel very judged right now. I was yawning. Continuing. Well, it's even worse. <laughs> the The fight occurs in a roof. Uh, the fight occurs in a rooftop fight. So, see, I wasn't wrong. It's just it's written weird. The fight occurs in a rooftop fight as Clint works with Kate Bishop to steal the show's MacGuffin, a Rolex watch that's the, in the clutches of Maya Lopez. Sadly, the duo figures out too late that she is the vi- that is the villain's apartment that Kate has broken into, which leads to the teen having to fight Echo. However, Clint is too busy to help because he's ambushed by a masked assailant on the rooftop opposite. And, makes no, and, ma- and make no mistake, this figure gives Clint a run for his money. Kate and Maya eventually zip line across, leading to an all-out chaos as the operative has an agenda of their own, battling everyone in a martial arts extravaganza that rivals the hand-to-hand combat scenes from The Winter Soldier. Uh, full stop, I don't agree with that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree with that last part at all. 
Uh, I will say, however, that I'm, it's not a popular opinion on certain parts of YouTube, and I understand why. Uh, I am no MCU apologist. I thought Eternals was extremely bad. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I thought Shang-Chi was meh, and I, was, mm -hmm. I felt Black Widow did a disservice to everything Scarlett Johansson built with that character. Mm -hmm. But I'm enjoying the show quite a bit like a lot more than my co-host here who i'm literally torturing by making her it's watch growing this. On me. it's uh, like every week she she has like a little hissy fit where she complains that she has to watch this show and then i have to cleanse it and watch ghost rider with nicholas cage <laughs> i rest my case on that one so um <laughs> what do you mean it's actually it's really good if you get over like the cgi did you like the the ghost i ghost like Rider, both movies but did you like him in uh agents of shield um, they chose a new Yeah, uh, I know, actor. but did you like that take on it? I feel like I feel like he needed more time because like uh with Agents of the Shield, like the Ghostwriter, if they had like somebody who's like John Constantine, I know it's he's from DC, but if they had somebody like John Constantine come in and go like sup Ghostwriter <laughs> in his British accent. I don't know. I'm just writing fanfic now. That's we'll, we'll have a whole segment for Miracle Fanfic. It'll be right up there with Miracle's Weird Facts. <laughs> no, it's called Miracle si um, Miracle Size Fun Facts. Miracle Size Fun Facts. <laughs> there you go. Because if you guys can't tell, I'm really tiny. She is. Uh, she's very tiny. So it says, mm -hmm. Yelena's reappearance adds a breath of fresh air to the show, raising the stakes as Clint warns Kate that with a black widow on the case, he needs her off the mission. He knows he's marked for death, and it seems that Yelena only spared him because she didn't <coughs> want to kill Kate in front of Hawkeye. But more than, I, I would say that's, I didn't see that. That's BS. I don't know if I saw that anywhere in there, but you know that could just be editorializing. But more than that, this cameo may, may have deeper consequences because if the show is one of the nano devices, if the watch is one of the nano devices Tony Stark used to hold his Iron Man suits, it could be that Val wants it to have armor of her own. In that way, Yelena's purpose may not uh, may not be only uh, to to kill Clint, but Can also... Can English much? I can't today. In, in that way, Yelena's purpose may not only be to kill Clint, but also to continue her boss's mysterious request. See, there, I finished the English just fine. Um... I think most people are the the uh, another. This isn't a spoiler, but it is a rumor. Is that uh, it's going to be we're going to have Kingpin show up in episode five, uh, so she could be working. Um, I don't know if they're saying that uh, Maya is uh, if Kingpin is Maya's boss. He um, is. That's the because I did research on Echo more, yeah. and every time when I say Echo, I imagine her like doing the weird clicking noise, like dolphins do. Yep. <laughs> but yeah um her character works for kingpin so they have yeah. to have kingpin into this that's like and there was uh the theories were that like the kingpin took over new york when the blip happened mm -hmm. and uh, you know so his empire rose there so uh that will be i'm not sure how i feel about that again i am never i've not been a fan historically mm -hmm. of the netflix characters coming into the mcu because the tone of the netflix movies or television shows was so drastically different from everything Marvel does uh, in terms of how serious the properties were, how serious they took the work. I'm not sure if I think it, I don't know if it will work in the same way. I know that they're bringing Charlie Cox is back for as daredevil in the MCU. That could be good. I don't know, but I'm more hesitant to think that those will pull out. Like they're doing well with the, with this. Like mm -hmm. I thought the show was really good. This episode was really good. 
this episode was good and i was excited when i saw the frozen daiquiris but <laughs> <laughs> uh to, what i found is that any scene where they're not doing maybe this is why i like it is because there's not a lot of action mm-hmm. which is a reason why most people don't like it mm-hmm. but what i found is that Haley steinfeld's kate bishop is excellent when she's not using a bow and she's, she's actually not, quirky i like it like if she's not she has a mm-hmm. lot of like reverence for yeah. clint she uh defers to him and she's very clearly the mentee in the relationship he is mm-hmm. very clearly the mentor yeah. so it, it's not like in the beginning we were talking a lot about she's good at everything mm-hmm. blah 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 they've clearly gone through steps to make it so that that's not clearly the case the whole way through the best mm-hmm. example in this episode is when they do the flicking the the coin the coin mm-hmm. uh and he gets he turns off the tv with it and it mm-hmm. takes her three tries to get that i think that goes a long way in mm-hmm. helping the fans connect with the character mm-hmm. because when somebody's good at everything right off the bat it's just not that engaging yeah and i asked you if you could do that you were like it's not hard no, to do it well but to hit something it is but you can actually do that that's not that's not super difficult but i, I wouldn't just, be able to hit a target with it that's ridiculous i can't do it i is baby okay <laughs> um i enjoy that like anytime renner is talking to to linda cardellini to his wife to mm-hmm. laura linda cardellini is a fantastic actress anytime yeah. they're on screen together i really really enjoy it and anytime that the Haley steinfeld character that the kate bishop character is engaging with clint in a non you know uh, action way it's really really good the whole scene where they're um talking about uh or when they're setting up the christmas party at the at the house or whatever i enjoyed that a lot yeah i like that because like it's actually human like and mm-hmm. like i'm surprised that you were talking about kingpin and how he ruled uh new york mm-hmm. after the blimp or like the blimp <laughs> the, the blimp. blip the blip um mm-hmm. during the blip um so do you think they're going to do something like how WandaVision and uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier where they addressed it a little bit? Probably. Because like that would be cool if they did some connections like they hired the actors for like Winter Soldier and Falcon. Well, that's not, I mean, most of those people are under contract. So it'll be like they, they would just be, like a little cameo. Yeah. Just a little cameo. Yeah. I, I just want to see it. Even though I didn't really like Falcon that much. I didn't finish Falcon. I, I finished Wa- WandaVision and I finished Loki. But mm-hmm. I, I'm historically not a huge fan of their television properties that weren't done by Netflix. Mm hmm. Yeah, the Falcon one, like, we can both agree. It's like there was too much singling a lot. Like, the, uh, I, did, like I, said, I didn't finish it. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, to me, it's like if you're not going to get me in the first few episodes, usually I'll give up. Mm-hmm. And this show, because we did it, maybe it's because we decided to talk about it on here. Yeah. I, I watched episodes twice through, and I found that with each episode, I liked them more the second time I watched them. Mm-hmm. So I would, thought it was okay the first time and much e- even better the second time. Mm-hmm. Why can't you do that for Santa Inc.? I did it. Because I love myself and I'm not <laughs> going to I'm not going to torture myself. I'm a little bit psychotic when it comes to things like this. You're a little nuts. You're a little <laughs> yeah. nuts. We love it's what we love about you. You're yeah. a little nuts. It's a <laughs> <laughs> it is the show we must no longer talk about. It must be like Voldemort now. It's, it's the show that must not be named. It's just gonna give me like a headache and like I feel like my brain is gonna explode. <laughs> well, we're done with that mm-hmm. show. We're not we're not talking about that show anymore. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I give dead. up on it. So it will be interesting to see like it's gonna be hard because these shows are spe- you know, traditionally supposed to be action based mm-hmm. and that's it's it's just I, the parts I'm enjoying about it aren't the action scenes. The parts I'm enjoying about it are them connecting <laughs> to characters. Yeah. So I get why people don't like it, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, where she's like, do you have those frozen slushy things? And he's like, yeah. And 
I was so excited when I said I liked it. Daiquiris. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was good. So there, there's more like uh, way more news like to talk about. So like Hawkeye, I, I like the reviews because uh, like I feel like I'm forcing you to do that, which I get a kick out of because I'm not sure if you actually are liking it or if you're just doing that to to humor me. But I, I am excited about the Sonic movie, and I don't know. Did you see the first one? I haven't. You haven't seen the first Sonic movie. Mm. Well, that is a, we're talking a lot today about. But I did watch the whole cartoon series. Okay. Well, we're talking a lot today about like fans and fan, you know, and treating fans with respect. That yeah. seems to be a, a popular topic, or at least I like to talk about it. And this is uh, coming up now with uh, Sonic 2 getting its uh, release, uh, not its release date, but its first images. And I think they said that there's a trailer coming up soon as well. Uh, and this goes along just like with The Rock being good about dealing with, you know, handling things with his fans and mm-hmm. being affable towards his fans. The same with Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Sonic, when it first came out, I'm sure you at least remember the drama around how bad that first trailer was. It was scary. The it gave people nightmares. Nightmare fuel was the term I kept hearing because uh, mm-hmm. Sonic did not look like Sonic at all. <laughs> uh, he he looked, had so much teeth. He, like, he was so tall. He was so long. Mm. Like, he was, like he, he wasn't shaped like Sonic was ever shaped in any of the games. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that they spent a bunch of money to go back and redo it and fix it because the fans complained was something mm-hmm. that mainstream uh you know media outlets were not fans of which as we know uh a lot of like legacy media companies that review this stuff traditionally aren't huge fans of fi- of uh you know the audience getting what they want they want the uh they want this to be treated like highbrow art that, mm-hmm. you know, you have to like it. You know, not only do they get to make whatever they want, you have to like it and you have to uh, give them money for it, which mm-hmm. to me is insane. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to we're going to go see Sonic 2 when it comes out. So mm-hmm. well, we'll make sure you watch it beforehand. I know. But like, I just think it's funny how like Jim Carrey's character, Robotnik, I, I'm kind of happy they chose the name Robotnik instead of like um, Eggman mm-hmm. because, you know, he has like two different names, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I I don't like the name Eggman because I imagine he's like just an egg all day. Well, hey, J- Jim Carrey could play an egg. Jim no. Ca- Jim Carrey, oh yeah, she doesn't like Jim Carrey. She's no. not a huge fan of Jim Carrey. <laughs> so, uh, this article is from Cinema Blend and it says Sonic the Hedgehog Two image includes some ironic, some iconic, not ironic, some <laughs> iconic video game vehicles for Tails and Jim Carrey's Robotnik. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is happening and video game fans are are going to be psyched. Video game movies have had a storied past, with the majority of these adaptations ending up in critical and box office disappointments. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie looked like it would be like looked like it would follow suit after a disastrous first trailer, but the title but the title character was redesigned and the project uh, actually performed quite well. I think this was like one of the last movies before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got its, it was one of the last movies to get its like full release uh, before the pandemic. So mm-hmm. it says so much, uh, so much so that the sequel was quickly green lit to the joy of fans and a new image for Sonic two has been revealed, has revealed some iconic video game vehicles for both tales and Jim character and Jim character and Jim <laughs> Carrey's villainous Robotnik. I really am struggling to read today. It's awesome. English. I, it's great. It's, it's fantastic. It's uh, I feel like I'm maybe uh, I'm making some, uh, maybe you're catching my stupid. It could be. Is it contagious? <laughs> maybe. Let's look at Andy and see. 
We can find <laughs> out later. Sonic the Hedgehog games have been around for decades, resulting in generations of fans who love the blue speedster and his pals. The upcoming movie sequel will feature more iconic characters like Knuckles and Tails, mm -hmm. and it seems that the director, Jeff Fowler, is taking special care to bring as many gaming elements to the project as possible. Case in point, Tails' plane and Eggman's signature floating vehicle, as shown in the movie poster. Check out below. Mm -hmm. Like, that art is freaking awesome. It like, is. that's really good. I'm so excited because Tails... That is so cute. I would actually buy yeah. a plushie of that. There, you, and you love your plushies, so yeah. It, he makes fun of me. I bought a slowpoke plushie. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of the like. I am a huge fan of any time these studios want to treat the fans with respect, and mm -hmm. Jeff Fowler absolutely did that. Like when the first trailer for that movie came out, mm -hmm. and everyone uh, went nuts and told them how awful it was. Mm -hmm. He did not blame the fans. He did not call them man babies or mm -hmm. tell them that they were entitled. He said, "We hear you. Mm -hmm. We understand. We're going to work to make it better." Mm -hmm. And it cost. I think they said it cost twenty million to redesign everything. Yeah. And they reaped the rewards. The profits were far more than they expected mm -hmm. the movie to make. Because, like, people want to see this mess. Yep. Well, yeah, that's, it also, yeah, that was, like, free advertising mm -hmm. for days. Like, the yeah. amount of... Uh, memes that are coming out. The memes were hilarious. <laughs> oh, do you, also, do you want to hear a fun fact about hedgehogs? Mm -hmm. So, you, do you see his stomach? Yep. You know, mm -hmm. hedgehogs in real life, they have a stomach like that, but it's not actually a stomach. It's actually their genitalia. I didn't need to know I was looking at Sonic's genitalia. <laughs> uh, to those listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, be thankful that you didn't have to see that. <laughs> uh, that <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I was like, um, I was reading stuff for like Sonic memes when the Sonic movie came out and they said that they're like fun fact about hedgehogs. <laughs> Did you know that his stomach is not actually his stomach? That's their genitalia. And they're looking at Sonic. They're like, Oh. Miracle-sized fun facts part two today. <laughs> there you go. So it says, yeah, I mean, how cool is that? Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is clearly going to go deeper into the mythology of the beloved <coughs> game series. Are you done? <coughs> She's done. <laughs> and it seems this time the action is going to be from the ground to the sky, which should add a unique set of challenges, especially for the non-flying protagonist voiced by Ben Schwartz. Let's break down what's being shown here. The above poster from Sonic the Hedgehog 2 comes from us uh, from the movie's social media accounts and is sure to increase anticipation for the blockbuster ahead of its first trailer. In it, we see the dynamic duo of Sonic and Tails who are about to unite on the big screen for the first time, while Idris Elba's Knuckles is noticeably absent. We can't blame, <laughs> we can't blame the red... Uh, what is that? Enkeda. Enkeda? Mm -hmm. uh, no. No, I pronounced it wrong. It's Akeda. <laughs> I'm just making up words. Akidna? I don't Echidna. know what it is. I don't a, know what it is. It looks Echidna. like Echidna. Uh, somebody will uh, eventually correct us and tell us we're awful people. <coughs> no, they're for not this cool to say. It's an it, animal yeah. like a hedgehog. Okay. Yeah. All right. I it's think not that cute. Too. What's interesting is like Sonic has one of those. Sonic is one of those franchises that has like a really really strong base uh, group of fans. Kind mm -hmm. of like uh, GI Joe has their like really like the comics have like a really strong base of fans or mm -hmm. Power Rangers have their really hardcore fans that yeah. love like will buy anything they make. Look at um Black Nerd um Andre. Yeah. Like he has a whole Power Rangers like collectibles and my friend Xavier, hey shout out to Xavier, he's in Texas right now. Okay. Hit him up ladies. Yeah. Um he has a <laughs> This is me just advertising like Jesus everybody Christ. else. But um he has like a whole collection of Power Rangers and he has the helmet too. 
Like, he loves it. He'll tell you any fun fact of any of the Power Rangers series. So franchises like this that have these huge fan bases built in, yeah. these studios hopefully are starting to see that you can make a lot more money yeah. by just giving the people what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the mainstay, what should have been true, what has been true about the entertainment industry for as long as it's been around, mm-hmm. give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're realizing that with that strong base group, you can make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And in the end, the dollar should always kind of win out in these <coughs> businesses because yeah. at the end of the day, they're for-profit organizations. So if that means that you know we get products that are respectful of the source material and treat the fans with respect, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm cool. I want the studio to make money. I want them to make more of things that I like. Mm-hmm. So to do that, maybe that means that we have to actually... You know, not call the fans losers, not call the fans idiots or man babies. And mm-hmm. at, when they make suggestions with all the years of uh, money that they've dumped into these franchises, maybe take their uh, advice and, you know, give them what they want. Mm-hmm. Now I'm actually curious what a kidnap looks like. Okay. <laughs> okay, there we go. Oh, like? yeah. They're just like a longer nose hedgehog. Okay. And also, fun fact, State of Maryland lets you have... Um, hedgehogs as a pet we should get one you can get them they're really cheap and like um, they're clean but um, I heard that their pee smells and they poop a lot well we would not name it Sonic because that would be extremely cliche <laughs> yeah well like um, Sega we could name it Sega Sega would be a cool Sega. name name it Tails there oh that'd be <laughs> so cute we should but yeah um, but also another fun fact um, hedgehogs you're not allowed to have it in the state of California or Hawaii because they carry salmonella really yeah interesting uh, another fun fact uh, ferrets are banned in New York City yep because ferrets eat rats and mm-hmm. New York City it's, it's part of their wildlife, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting that Idris Elba is playing Knuckles. I didn't know that. I would like to know what that voice is going to sound like. Um, uh, can he do a Knuckles voice? I can't do a Knuckles voice, but can he do a Knuckles? But I'm saying, like, what is mm-hmm. he going to sound like? It's just really growly Must and, be. like, grovelly. Yep. It's, uh, it's always because uh, Jeff Fowler was the one who... I'm sorry. Jeff Fowler was the one who made it, but the actor that played Sonic was Ben... Hold up. Uh, I just read a fun fact about kidnaps. These creatures are messed up. They're egg-laying mammals. And they're poisonous. They're yeah. like platypuses. Well, they didn't, they didn't point out the poison, but yeah, that's just weird. It's like it's like whoever created these animals were like, uh, yeah, so they lay eggs, but they're mammals. Maybe I'm wrong about the poison. <clears throat> Maybe it was they a, don't yeah, say don't poison. Somebody will fact check us on this. Yeah, do it in the comments. Somebody please. will absolutely fact check us on this. Um, so. They didn't say that they're poisonous. Um, but... Mm. So you're going to get a hedgehog, and we're going to name it Sega, and then we're going to bring it with us to go see Sonic 2 when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, I want a hedgehog. Like, you know, hedgehogs are actually originated from Africa. I didn't know that. Yeah. Again, more fun fact, more miracle-sized fun facts. Yeah. Th- I did a lot of research on hedgehogs because I wanted a pet hedgehog. But, like, uh, my boyfriend, he likes kissing small things. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. <laughs> no, 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 like small things like little animals. Um, but, yeah, um, he, he wanted to kiss the hedgehog, and I said, you can't kiss it because it has salmonella. Well, that was good of you to stop him. <laughs> That was very that was very good of you. Yeah, they look cute, but don't do it. Yep. They'll make you sick. What this movie also I wish Alita Battle Angel had gotten a sequel. Oh like, yeah, that I, one was really good. Yeah, I would l- I would have loved to see Alita Battle. A lot, you know that a lot of like 
mm-hmm. rollerbladers like from my industry like did yeah. the the skating stunts in that movie. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So dudes that I know were mm-hmm. involved in that project, and I would have loved to have seen that movie. Were get a you sequel. part of it? No, no. It's, it's, it was out in California, but uh, it would have been very cool to see that movie get a sequel with how much effort got they went into like how behind that movie the fans got right Mm -hmm. because that came out at the same time as captain marvel Mm -hmm. and uh, you know disney and all their properties are telling everyone to go see captain marvel and telling people that like Mm -hmm. uh, to not go see alita battle angel which is stupid you know we love we're talking about the in the days now where everything's Mm -hmm. supposed to be like strong female characters well there's there's two on the screen Mm -hmm. now go see both yeah captain marvel was meh but you know she was like a little bit cocky for her character and i didn't like that um but alita like have you watched the whole thing? Yes. Oh my goodness. I haven't watched it, but I watched Nostalgia Critics review mm-hmm. on it. And I really like it. And like he does have a good point. The actress who plays her like does have like these expressions on her face mm-hmm. that you can't really get that from anybody else. Like nope. Try to hire Kristen Stewart to do it. Yep. She won't do it. Yep. That, I would love to see uh, a sequel to that movie. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's up there with. Uh, so I that, that's the movement that I keep pointing to. It's like give the fans what they want, mm-hmm. and you know support the fact that the people who are giving you money deserve to at least uh, you know. Does that mean you actually watch an anime movie? I I watched it because it was uh you know my friends were involved in it and I was paying attention to the you know the drama around it with Captain Marvel and mm-hmm. Alita and it's like if I'm going to support one of these I'm going to go support Alita and that was at a time where it's like I, I was uh, not you know not broke but pretty close to broke so mm-hmm. going to see a movie is a pretty big decision if you can't afford it so uh, I was definitely never going to go see Captain Marvel. I remember when Captain Marvel came out and I was like, I don't want to watch it. And then like my friend had Disney Plus and she asked me, did you watch it? <clears throat> and I was like, no. And she was like, well, I have it. Let's watch it. And I was in her dorm room watching it on her PlayStation. Really? Yeah. Mm. We were watching it and like her roommate was like just hanging out in her room. And mm. we were like, okay, we're just going to watch it. And we bought like KFC. I love KFC. Like you don't realize. That's how- why you liked it. Because you were eating KFC. No. I was kidding. <laughs> you made me upset now. I, I upset you. Mm. Yeah, that made me really upset. Don't equivalent to my Colonel Sanders to that monstrosity. Nothing you can do about it. Want to talk about Simulu? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, this is a good one because you have a lot to say on this one. Mm-hmm. And I knew this was coming when I saw that Shang-Chi, sorry, Shang-Chi yeah. did as well as it did. Um, because people were predicting that the movie would flop or not do as well as it mm-hmm. as it, and it didn't do as well as it could have done. Mm-hmm. But you know, well, so it says, no surprises. Simu Liu mocks critics over news of Shang Chi sequel. Uh, in spite of being one of the worst five uh, performing feature films in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, surpassed only by The Incredible Hulk, 2008, uh, Captain America, The First Avenger, Eternals, and Black Widow, which was also available on streaming day and date, a sequel to Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings is officially on the way with uh, Destin Daniel Cretton. Is it Cretton? I don't know how to pronounce that name. I apologize. No, you're good. Uh, returning to direct and write. Cretton is also in development on an unnamed Marvel series for Disney+. Plus. 
Cretin has signed on as an exclusive multi-year overall deal with Marvel Studios and Hulu's Onyx Collective. The new deal will allow Cretin to develop TV projects for both Marvel Studios and Disney+, and on the Onyx Collective for Hulu and other platforms. Not much is known about Cretin's Marvel series on Disney+, but Variety reports it is a comedy. I love how I didn't know how to pronounce his last name, and of course they listed it like nine times there. Yeah. So I hope I got that right, but if I'm not, I, I do apologize. They were looking for you, Brett. Yeah, they like, they, we know this guy named yeah. Brett. <laughs> uh, the star Simu Liu was predictably pompous about several uh, about the sequel announcement on his social media, mocking the film's critics, channeling uh, channels like The Quartering, Critical Drinker, Geeks and Gamers, Clownfish TV, Heelverse, Babyface, Nerdrotic, World Class Bullshitters, and RK Outpost. Probably don't mind the notoriety. All channels I love, by mm-hmm, the way. I love them too. Uh, yep, all, all channels that I am a fan of. But uh, I had so much hope for, for Simu Liu. So it says, flop so hard we got a sequel. <laughs> Uh, oh my god the pom- it, it is pompous so it says mm-hmm. Shang-Chi was released on Labor Day weekend still ranks as the highest grossing film of the domestic box office with 224.5 million but will likely be wiped out by Spider-Man's Ooh, No Way Home oh that shade yep it definitely feels like uh, definitely feels like shade mm-hmm. uh, the film also made history from the Marvel Cinematic Universe as the first feature film to uh, uh, the first Marvel Cinematic us- uh, Universe film to feature an Asian lead Asian lead and mostly Asian cast what does that Asian even mean lead. what does Asian lead and mostly Asian cast even mean like what does that qualify qualify as on some scale of virtue you know what i mean like yeah i don't know because like there are movies that had asian leads well they're talking about just for marvel but it just seems like such a you know it's just pompous thing to Mm -hmm. to talk about they they love that stuff because it may they feel like it's a pat on the back for themselves well you said you liked this movie because aquafina like helped you yes get through the movie i i well like I said, as far as like a Marvel movie goes, it's extremely middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Which, but nowadays with how bad so much of it is, mm-hmm. that's almost like a good thing, right? So I thought the action scenes were serviceable. I thought he was fine in the lead. You're giving me a face right now, mm-hmm. and I thought Aquafina's sense of humor, whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. worked in the context of this movie. Like her sense of humor is almost tailor made for the Marvel cinematic universe for the way they structure their humor. But she's such a stereotype, but she's Asian, but she's a stereotypical Asian woman. And it makes me really upset that she, what, what part of what I don't get, what, what did she do that was stereotypical? Uh, well, basically her, her personality. So there's a stereotype within the Asian community. It's either you're one of these two Asian girls, you're the quiet one or you're the loud one. Okay, I didn't even know that. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was a stereotype like that. Yeah, it's either the quiet one or the loud one. So she's the loud one. Yeah, she's okay. the loud one. And people get annoyed by the loud one because like there, there's no like shutting it off. Mm. But they do shut off once in a while, but still. I don't know. Like for me, I just don't like her humor. I don't like it when you do comedy where you're yelling. Yeah, I mean, I get where that like comes from. Like, it's definitely like it, it feels lowest common denominator. Mm-hmm. Like, you're definitely leaning into like a trope. Yeah, like, that's fine. Like, but like I said to me, that's fine because he kind of plays it straight in this movie. He's like Simu Liu's character, like Shang Chi, plays yeah. it very, very like everything's happening to him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so when she's acting ridiculous, it's yeah. happening to him, mm-hmm. which dynamically, as a dynamic, I think works. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm so like, my expectations were so low mm-hmm. that it didn't bother me. Well, like for me, I'm kind of disappointed why he's like mocking people because like legit, like he, when I saw him on Just Kidding News, like he was very humble. How long ago was that? It was like, it was a year before this movie came out. 
So not that long ago. Yeah, it was maybe a year. Yeah, like a year ago. And like basically he was talking about like how he started his acting career. So he's Canadian born or no, he's yeah. He's a Canadian citizen. I mean, scratch Mm -hmm. out Canadian born. I'm not sure 100 percent. But um, basically he said he started his career as a a actor on, I believe, um, NCIS. But they hired him as the nerdy asian character who typed on the computer but he told him i can do action uh, Mm -hmm. scenes i'm actually like certified martial artist Mm -hmm. and like he said he did one one scene where like he lifted his leg to reach something so he can show the people who are on like in the cast and like the showrunners like hey i can do this Mm -hmm. but they didn't want that they wanted him to play as a nerdy asian character and then when he got his role in kim's convenience like he was really happy because like it actually had an all asian role and it's talking about something that a lot of people can like relate to like i kind of relate to some of it um like how so basically my grandparents have a local convenience store in long beach california and i worked it um when 18 all the way to 21 okay and basically like you will have like you have like your stereotypical asian grandparents or parents like who want the best for you and then like you have like your your kid who's a uh art major and you want them to do the best and they don't understand why you're doing it like his sister they don't said, understand why you chose an art major yeah so basically the sister uh of the show she's an art major but she's a photographer and her dad loves her artwork and he was displaying it in her store um not her store in the his store. store yeah mm-hmm. his store and then like somebody said oh i love that piece is it for sale and like for him like he grew up like basically like we need money like we got to make a profit so he's like yeah it's for sale and she's like how much and he's like 20 bucks and like he didn't realize that wasn't for sale it's for assignment oh okay yeah so he sold it and like when she called him out for it she was like dude i needed that for assignment and he was like you can just make more and she's like no i can't wow yeah so like i kind of relate to that but my grandparents never sold yeah. it but they did like ruin a but, com- you, but you understood like you mm-hmm. from a place of your own experience you understood where the mm-hmm. uh, something like that struck home with you yeah and then like for simu lu's character he's little um i believe he's like the brother yeah he's the brother and like for him like they didn't really like they didn't really encourage him to do much because he was kind of a little slacker okay well he's that in the in shang chi too in the beginning Remember, in the beginning like, but like him and aquafina are both slackers in, in the movie but he actually had a job and yeah. the uh in the tv show he didn't do anything okay <laughs> he didn't do anything he was like the druggy brother oh man yeah but he he tried his best and he would do anything for his sister and i thought that was really sweet mm-hmm. and that's why i was like hoping more out of him because when i saw that interview on just kidding news mm-hmm. he was really humble like he was talking about um when he used to live in canada the only thing that he stole was like this tiny kumquat fruit <laughs> i i instantly <laughs> doubt that story just me like anytime yeah. i hear something like that that just screams like pr to me well like that's what he said because they asked so one of the doesn't that just sound like prd like well like basically what happened was um one of the creators of just kidding news joe jitsukawa he likes to ask like random questions because if you get to know his personality he does a lot of random things like that so he was like so what have you stolen in your life okay so that's why simio lu was like oh i stole this conquat because 
it was like the smallest thing I could find. Sounds like the like the like the most benevolent thing you could think of. Mm-hmm. Like nobody'll get mad at me if I stole food to eat. Yeah, but then like everybody was like, What's a kumquat? No. That that's true too. <laughs> uh I, I but there's a there's a contrast here between yeah. the way he's acting here, mm-hmm. uh meaning that he's rubbing it in people's faces uh, or he's he, the fact that he's just it's not new for celebrities mm-hmm. to be contentious with That's true critics. because he did apologize for like criticizing Nick Minaj's music. That but that's another celebrity. We're talking about regular people, like I regular know. critics that are not part of the Hollywood establishment. But so, they are bigger than us think about it but that's what i'm saying so mm-hmm. there it's weird that he's kind of like punching down as they say mm-hmm. right that you're yeah. not supposed to ever punch down so he's cre- you know he's uh he's taking time out of his busy day mm-hmm. to be mad or to to mock the people that uh, made videos about his uh, about his movie right mm-hmm. whereas the rock has made movies that don't do super well henry cavill not everything henry cavill has ever made uh, probably gets great reviews <laughs> but yeah 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 but did he ever get make fun of people for uh, the CGI, like, or get mad at people because of his CGI mustache that wasn't his fault. Well, I feel like it's just, like, old Hollywood etiquette. Yeah. Where they they have to be nice to the audience because they know, like, if you're nicer to the audience, it builds up, like, your reputation as an actor. And you get more leeway. Yeah, and basically people want to hire you more because these, these people who like watching you our goal demand more out of you. Well, plus then the, the studio doesn't have to worry that you're going to be a liability on mm. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you know, giving, bringing them bad press. And mm. there is such a thing as bad press. There is. Like, that, uh, Don't believe Kim Kardashian when she said there's no such thing as bad press. For maybe Don't for, believe in her. Maybe for a certain type of celebrity that might be true, mm-hmm. but not for all celebrities. That's true. Uh, so I don't know. Like to me, I would like to see, uh, you know, more actors go down the Henry Cavill or the Dwayne Johnson route of you know how they interact with fans and uh, in the in the public and not mm-hmm. go down the Simulu route and be antagonistic. I get it mm-hmm. when you're when you create something, right? Yeah. I you know this is uh, something that I talk about. You know, obviously, I put out skating video. I've been putting out skating videos for years, mm-hmm. and you have to get very comfortable with the notion that people are going to have negative things to say about you, mm-hmm. right? So that's just part of it. And you have to be very confident in what you do mm-hmm. and you have to be able to take that criticism. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I learned very early on is just never push back because that's what they want, right? Yeah. They want you to engage. The moment you engage with them, they've won, yeah. okay? No matter, you could give them the biggest roast. You could roast them as bad as you want. Mm-hmm. In the end, what they wanted to do was get you to take time out of your busy schedule to acknowledge their existence by making it about, uh, m- by saying something negative about you. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see them take the more old school approach of just let, you know, let it lie. Just let the people have their opinions. Mm-hmm. Let these channels that I love and love those videos. And by the way, they're not 100% wrong. because Just because the movie made a bunch of money and got a sequel doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it was super financially successful. That's true. Okay, so just leave it be. Mm-hmm. And you think of all the goodwill you build up when you don't acknowledge these things and you just kind of let it roll off you. I wish he kind of made fun of, like, they chose the best shots of me, even though there's, like, one bad camera angle of him. 
from what I don't what from she, all the screen. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, they could have at least. I mean, that was not too bad up at the top. That looks like I meant the one where the, his mouth is open. Yeah, or, or the <laughs> one where like they put the fake tears there. You know. Yeah. Like I said, I, th- those are all channels I love. So it's it's hard for me because mm-hmm. I really do think that you know maybe we could be uh, more even handed in how we in how we critique these things because mm-hmm. I'm one. I, I don't like the outrage. I I mm-hmm. don't want to make outrage content. Right. Yeah. That's not what I want to do. I'm just waiting for like several. Sarah Silverman or Seth Rogen to attack us because we said Santa Inc. sucks. Luckily, I don't think we're uh, <laughs> we're important enough to ever get attacked. Watch, by them. watch them come for us. No, you know, they, they depends on how uh, how bored they are. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think I want to see these uh, these people be a little bit more gracious in their wins, not just mm-hmm. when they win, but when they lose too. So yeah. he got his sequel. Now just be happy about it. You don't need to rub it into people's faces. It's just. My well, t- he said he wanted to be a kung fu action star. Well, this he, is kind of what he wanted. So he's getting it. He's mm-hmm. he's he's accomplished his goal. Shouldn't mm-hmm. that be enough? Yeah. Yeah. It should be enough, but like I don't know. Like maybe this might be a whole PR thing. It think could, about it. It could be. I mean, mm-hmm. I uh, I just like I said, I do think there is such a thing as bad PR. Mm-hmm. I do. So. I don't know, man. No. I don't know. That was a. I think it's a good one to to call it on, right? Cause, Unless uh, you want to talk about that special no, news. No, we're not. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, there, there was a thing in the news about uh, <laughs> the world's largest uh, weed brownie, which I has know. nothing to do with pop culture. I know, but I still think it's funny. But also, I wanted to make a comment about Simu Lu again. I I just imagine like Mickey Mouse like getting mad at him, going, "Oh, that's not Disney friendly. You're fired." That was a great voice. That was a fantastic voice. Sorry, I don't know what happened. You're right very, there. you're very good at it. You, no, you I'm should not. play Mickey Mouse. I don't want to. You should. No, they should. don't pay me enough for that. <laughs> Plus, we're not Disney employees. <laughs> That's true, but yeah, the brownie one uh, because today is National Brownie Day. Oh, we're gonna go have brownies after this. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna go make them like right when we're done here. We're gonna run downstairs and make brownies. Yeah, so. let's go, Chris. Can we make brownies? Yeah, sure, I guess. Do you want it keto-friendly? Are they? We Well, I have some at home that are keto-friendly because Andy's on that stupid diet. Mm-hmm. If you guys are not familiar with keto, keto is basically no carbs, no sugar, only meat and cheese. You can eat some veggies. And it's, some it's, I mean, it's, it's actually just drinking heavy whipping cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All day, every day. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the that's meat true. and cheese are kind of just like uh, snacks. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can have avocados. Yeah, the fattiest uh, fruit. Mm-hmm. You can have avocados, but you can't have potatoes. Yeah, that's the carbiest fruit. Mm-hmm. That's man, uh, I'm out. Wait, I'm not a fruit. No, I'm not. not. I was I'm about to say, wait, a potato's a fruit? No, nope. it's actually a root. I don't think I can live without potatoes. <laughs> Potato. Potato. Brett and I are a little bit addicted I to love, potatoes. I, I love potatoes. But yeah, the brownies actually. I want to bring this up because it's funny. Fine, it's, fine. It's, On the exit, you can talk about it. Yeah, it's over 850 pounds. So imagine a pot brownie that has 2,000 milligrams of THC. The people listening right now are like, I could get, I, maybe I could watch your show if I had a, a bite of that brownie. Yeah, and it's uh, 10 milligrams of marijuana within it. Wow. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Miracle's <laughs> very excited. Well, no, I just like sweets. Okay. The reason you like the pot brownie is because of the sweets. Yeah, I don't like pot. Okay, perfect. We're family friendly here. Yeah, I, I don't. Friendly. Yeah, I don't really like pot. Okay, well, good. Mm-hmm. It's bad for you. It well also because I'm disappointed it doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I oh no, that's a. I think that is it for today, guys. So miracle. Why don't you tell everybody your social media? 
You know, I don't have social medias because it's poison for your brain. It is absolutely poison for your brain. Chris? Hey, uh, yeah, follow me on uh, YouTube at Reactor. You can search for Reactor. There you go. like my videos. There you go. Lots of videos there. So, guys, if, uh, if you want to watch the full episodes of these, uh, of these clips here on YouTube, you can watch them on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. on Spotify, on Amazon Music, and also on Pandora. Uh, it's at Pop Culture Crisis. And if you look in the description of the YouTube videos, you'll get links to the Spotify page mm-hmm. where you can watch the full episodes. And you can follow us on social media. We're at on Twitter at Pop Culture underscore show. And we're also on Instagram, on Facebook, and on TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's it for today, guys. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.